You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's definitely going to be different not having those matchups that you would expect every year. Because the NHL drafts like 17-year-olds, the NHL has to tread the water really carefully. They don't even have a goalie. Like, what what is the draw? But going into this year because of the Seattle Kraken's expansion draft. But Where is this going? Oh so, God. no, so listen, hear me out. It's going somewhere. It's, it's just not part of hockey. Like, really looks like that weird dad I don't want me to pick up from school. Like, Welcome to Slapshot Sweethearts. What up, what up, y'all? Welcome back to Slapshot Sweethearts. I am Megan. That is Shannon. We have an amazing interview today. We are sitting down with the National Women's Hockey League Player Association Executive Director, Anya Packer. I hope I got your full title right. You missed like six different things, but I won't fault you for it. (laughs) I'll try again another time. I'll I'll get it right in the tweets. I'm kidding. It's perfect. That's exactly who I am. I always feel like there's like 75 words in my title, but yes, Executive Director of the Players Association. This is me. Perfect. Well, thank you for sitting down with us today. We are so excited to get your take on everything that's going on, especially coming with this weekend coming up. We're so excited. Yeah, it's a huge weekend. and, And truthfully, it's like, you know, I'm in this like middle between being a fan and like an executive and I, I, I've fully gone into fan mode and I can't wait. Like I'm so hyped for the games, for the broadcast, just to see the product and um, some of the things that we have going on. So it's it's been a really exciting time and I, I, I've gone full fan geek mode about these games. Yeah, I mean, being on NBCSN is incredible for this Yeah, week. it's incredible. You know, even as the relaunch and it's only three games, but it's going to be three fantastic games over the weekend on national broadcasting and everything like that. I can't even get a Bruins game on national broadcasting. Yeah, it's it's insane. It's, they're all in, um, they're all in prime time too. So that's pretty cool. And then we have a female staff, uh, female broadcasting staff, which I can't wait for. I love Kaylee Chelios and she only does the Tampa Bay game. So watching her crossover into women's sports and women's hockey is huge. And uh, all of that culminated with the fact that we haven't raised an Isabel cup in, uh, two seasons. So 
the last time we raised an Isabel Cup, I, I mean, like, I can't even remember that far ago, but, uh, but it was the Whitecaps. So watching somebody either defend that title or take that title, I mean, I'm really excited. Two teams in contention here have never won it. And so I think that's right. always, that's always huge. Yeah, totally. Before we get like two into this weekend, the shutdown, that kind of took everything for a whirl. I feel like there was so much momentum. And like, I don't know, at least on our side, we like felt a shift this year of like so many people were like getting into it. And then it was just kind of like, it stopped. Which like, what was that like for you just to like kind of have it just freeze? You know what? Like I tell, I was trying to explain this to Maddie, but it's like, you know, when you're in a a roller coaster, it's like clicking up. It's like, and then you get to that point that your stomach's about to drop and it just like the ride paused. So I had this moment where like we're clicking up, up, up and you know, everything's falling into place. The sponsors are rolling in. Everyone's excited. We're in Lake Placid. Like there was branding. I Like you couldn't tell because obviously you guys weren't in Lake Placid, but like all of the street signs said our team logos. There was this humongous, larger than life uh, NBCSN poster up on the side of the building. I mean, it was truly crazy to watch that whole extremely historic town like lean into women's hockey so watching all of that happen and then getting stuck on pause was crazy and i felt like everything then took a 360 it was how do we reprogram how do we get back on how do we reinvigorate how do we make sure our athletes are prepared how do we make sure sponsors are excited how do we continue to to move that needle forward you know continue with the twitch growth that you know put us in the top oh one percent of their streamers uh for that month and you know watching those numbers and and kind of just you know how that growth went it was it was definitely like i said you're at the edge waiting for that you know hands in the air screaming as you ride down moment and um i hit a long plateau but we're almost there again uh so there was a lot of hard work that came in that month i think it it felt like a a year-long month but it's been Mm -hmm. It's been exciting to finally be uh, almost at the end. It's felt like a year-long month just as like someone in quarantine still. Like, right. not I, like we've all been in this space where we're like, is it a is it a year past? It's still March twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> so in terms of what you did as you know executive director, what it was your role in supporting the players throughout that month and kind of getting them back into what's going to you know come of event this weekend. So everything from learning what happened and what went wrong and making sure player safety then becomes at the forefront, you know, continues to be something that we talk about in every conversation. It was revisiting things like our COVID plan, revisiting things like a return to play plan, because athletes then stopped being on the ice. So to put them then on the ice for three of the most elite games in the season without any kind of prep and runway doesn't work. So learning what does that look like? How many practices should we have? Should it be four a week, five a week, every other day? What does that look like to have our athletes be prepared? Who's safe? Who's healthy? How are we going to move forward? How is testing going to progress? So all of those things then become a factor. So you actually go back to the drawing board and almost revisit a COVID plan because clearly we had to continue to grow and invent and and reshift and rechange and, and restructure. So that was a major part of it as well as then continuing narratives that we had with our PA, which was like, this is when we're going to start contract negotiations and discussions for the following year. You know, you can't let those conversations hit ice, right. you know, for lack of a better term, because something else crops up. So, you know, we had to kind of balance everything uh, as well as continuing to honor what we were doing for Black History Month, then moving into women's, um, you know, the Women's History Month. It, it all 
got a little overwhelming. And I think certainly things can, can fall through the cracks always. But in that whole time, it was like a tailspin of just getting everything done and making sure our PA was still functioning, obviously, and, and still moving and doing all the things that we should be doing, as well as going back into plan mode, which was October of last year, which was the last time we kind of did that. So uh, it, it was um, it was a lot of work. Yeah. From what you can tell right now, like, what are the players like? Are they, is the morale back? Is everyone like back in that headspace of like, let's go. Like we know there's four, four teams left and like, you never know what's going to happen. Like the six were on top, like what's going to come our way. It's a whole fresh start, but like, not really. Right. The players could not be more excited. I think the second they, you know, we were able to tell them about the NBC news before it was made public. So just having that, re-energization of was that another word but the the re <laughs> the infusion of um nbc then going back and saying okay we still want your content and it's going to be in two prime time slots on a friday saturday i mean our players were like what let's go and so every time you're able to give good news like that that's crazy and then i already referenced it but toronto six and connecticut will have never won the cup in their histories toronto being a one-year history yeah. the connecticut will being a six-year right. history so these athletes are excited to raise the cup to go and say okay Connecticut had everything firing at the right time they were finally starting to put some momentum and wins together same with the pride who started the tournament terribly truthfully and then they started to pick it up as well as uh, Toronto who views themselves as this underdog because they're unproven because they're new and then you have Minnesota who's defending their title so in entirety of all these athletes that have so much passion and excitement and heat and they're ready to go and they have sponsors that have leaned in to, to kind of help with this raising of the cup, like Discover leaned in and said, okay, how do we get this done? We can't have the season end. It needs to end in a, you know, in that cup going up in the air. Dick Sporting Goods, Duncan, like all of these brands, um, Pure Hockey, like I could keep going, called and they were like, let's go. What do we do? Like, how do we move forward? So our athletes get all this love, attention and growth. And they know that what they're doing is going to get us to the end of that roller coaster. So. I can't wait. They're all insanely fired up. Love that yeah. pure hockey shout out. That's one of our sponsors. So always happy to hear. Yeah, I hope they start carrying NWHL jerseys. I will be sending away my tax. I'm on the hunt. <laughs> I'm telling you, I would love some merch in the store. You know, you walk into like the shop and you're like, oh, I don't feel like I need this or that. But then 55 things end up in my cart. And <laughs> it's pretty dangerous, but every time I go in to get like my skate sharpened or something, if you're not, I've got like a hat or something. Else. It's like, what are you doing? Like you usually like, what, why did you come home with that? I'm like, Oh, I don't know. It was sick. Like I just needed it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, minor Ridiculous. necessities for sure. Like nothing, but it's, I always, I love. No. Amazing. So we've talked kind of about how left. We have the six, the whales, Minnesota, Boston, like what is kind of the key elements here that you're looking to see from these teams and like that will really differentiate them from the rest? These are all do or die games. So whoever comes out in the first period of every single game does not matter, right? And I think that games are won in the first five minutes of every period. If you come out quick and you're either the first on the board or you're the first to the puck in, in the, your first four check or you win the first face off, I think that those first five minutes of every period become the tone and then either a team can keep up or they can't. So it's all going to be who gets out of the gate the quickest. And I think that sets the, the, the tone for the entire game. 
So you have you know a, a one four matchup and a two three matchup. Right off the bat, you need four to wake up and you need four to be firing. And at the end of every single like tournament, we end up like looking back and being like, oh, what could we have changed? I think a hot goaltender makes a, a world of difference. So, you know, in the, the couple of days leading up to those goaltenders have to get into that, that really quiet mind space where they can be prepared to play three or two, excuse me, two elite level wins to get to a cup. And so those two things I think are going to be the most important. So what do these, like, what does this week look like for the players in terms of leading in to get into that headspace? Obviously, COVID protocol plays a huge role in that. But in terms of, you know, getting ready to play these games, because they're single elimination and it's so important what kind of role they're in right now. I know that that was big for the NHL playoffs last year when they had to get into the bubble and teams like the Bruins, uh, quite frankly, sucked because they were not in a good headspace. Absolutely. I mean, there's obviously a travel day and then you're with your team. You're trying to get clicked. So hopefully because most of our teams aren't doing a, a you know, a long commute. Yeah. Boston's right down the street. Um, the same with uh, Metropolitan. I mean, excuse me, Connecticut, Whale, they're a drive away. Same with T6. And then you have Minnesota flying and they have an extra day of quarantine. So all of the clubs are going to have a little bit of a hectic schedule. I think Boston, if I was going to look right off the bat, who has the edge, I think a, a non-travel day helps a lot. And being comfortable in your own space is good. Uh, but they, they'll go into the, their hotel um, and everyone will kind of isolate, quarantine, um, get connected, get into that crowd, that quiet headspace. So I think that also helps. You know, right. I agree. I think the Bruins stepped on the ice and the barn doors got blown off because they just weren't in unison. Yeah. I, I, I will hope that those clubs can gel quickly, but they've been practicing uh, three to four times a week in their respective clubs. I don't know. I think, you know, like you said, chemistry is going to make a huge difference. So who can, can get there the fastest and, and can get to a good space as a, as a uniform group, you know, not one or two lines firing and then, you know, one or two deep pair or uh, third or fourth line, not there yet. That's going to be weak for a club. Yeah, that's got to be a, a kind of a momentum shift coming off of like playing at such a level, going back to just practice and having to like resynchronize in that game mode to like really compete there. Completely. And, you know, in the bubble, they were the restricted access environment. They were playing every other day or they were playing practice, playing practice. So they their whole life in those those weeks were hockey. They're hockey. And they had time to work there nine to five and everything was happening in the evening, but a lot of athletes found that they were able to prioritize their team building their you know, going for a walk outside their you know, the, the process that they needed to do to get into that hockey mindset because they weren't cooking their dinner or walking the dog or doing whatever they do at home. Um, it really did put them into a hockey space. And I think that that is, you know, like you said, getting out of that and then trying to go back into it. It's not easy for sure. Totally. So, final question here. Who are you rooting for? Who is your team to take it? Oh, my gosh. No question. I'm a former Connecticut Whale. I, I absolutely am bleeding the blue and green for this cup. I can't wait to wait. Like, I'm going to be there working. So, <laughs> like, working. I'll be screaming like my head Yeah, I'll, I might have my jersey on, I think. I'll be, like, on the bench, like, I'm on playing. No, so um, I can't wait. I think they're going to take it. It's it's a long time coming. I think they had a lot of really good pieces. And I really like Abby Ives, their goaltender. So I'm thinking 
I'm thinking they have the the pieces of that puzzle. Amazing. Well, Anya, thank you for joining us. We'll have you back later in this week. Guys, if you're not planning to watch already, you have to. Saturday and Sunday, NBCSN. Anya, tell everyone where they can find your social. Take take them with you on the, the weekend trip. Absolutely. All my social is under Battalino A. Like my wife wants me to change it because now I'm Anya Packer. But um, <laughs> B-A-T-T-A-G-L-I-N-O-A across all social platforms. Uh, you'll find me, my nonsense, a cold brew, a picture of my son, my wife, and women's sports. And that's all you're going to get. And uh, and follow me there and follow the league at nwhl.zone. Uh, and, and we're really excited. Watch us on NBCSN. Amazing. Guys, later in the week, we'll have more back with Anya. Be sure to check it out. Until then, we'll see y'all next time. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.